Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner Sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, karma, retribution or blessing, part one. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The law of karma is the most stupendous law of the solar system, and one which is impossible for the average person to comprehend in any way. If that's true, how can we talk about karma? (laughs) So we just dive in, knowing very little. And I I don't know where we should begin, but this word retribution probably um, strikes a nerve with a lot of people. We've been through a lot of discussion of retribution recently with all the talk about Reverend Wright and his uh, infamous statement that... uh, the um, American foreign policy had uh, evoked the response of September 11th. He wasn't the only one that said that. I think Pat Robertson did also, and Jerry Falwell. And uh, I remember a, a friend of mine from New Zealand uh, who remembered September 11th said, well, we all thought, what did they expect? Meaning the Americans. It was very clear to her uh, and her friends that, uh, of course, that's why it happened. I don't know, there's something in me that resists that kind of thinking because it sounds a little too pat and it sounds unloving. And yet the doctrine of karma, the law of karma, is one of the great spiritual laws that guides the universe. And um, we all live according to its power whether we acknowledge it or not. Right, it is a a cosmic law as well as a systemic law and a planetary law and uh, it's a law that affects primarily the physical manifestation of the physical world, physical substance because it uh, it is a law that uh, helps to bring about balance and uh, a proper way of handling energies so it it is um, a law that comes into effect even at the planetary level, even uh, the 
divine God of this planet uh, is subject to this law of karma and um, all the way down to human beings and so forth and so all of us are affected by this law in one way or the other you said it's um, a law that um, affects balance or restores balance that's it's a law that uh, yeah that is uh, <coughs> primarily aimed at uh, restoring balance in mm-hmm. a tangible physical substance well I've always liked the image of the pendulum when I think about karma the when you touch a pendulum, it swings until it finally returns to rest or to um, stasis, I guess the word would be. And I think the word karma is from the Sanskrit meaning action. You start something, you put something into motion uh, when karma arises. And of course, every thought we think, every word we speak, every action we make, initiates a new cycle of the pendulum swinging back and forth until it comes to rest again. That can make one want to stay in bed and pull the covers over one's head. But the more we understand the idea of karma as the restoration of equilibrium, I think the more we can see the wisdom in it, the the rightness of its... Of its um, driving force to return to equilibrium to right. harmony yeah it's it's a like cause and action cause and effect mm-hmm. and uh, for every every cause and the cause could be a statement that you make a, 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 you know a, in a conversation to another person it could be an action by your your hand or it could be uh, a thought you think. A thought you think, yes, because mm-hmm. That's scary, it's not only it? it affects not only in the deep physical world, but in the emotional nature, on you know, the desire nature is affected by uh, this law, and also the mental capacity, the mental nature, the mental body, and um, so it, it we're affected by it, even though. We're not really conscious of it. And a lot of people, yeah. I think, deny um, mm-hmm. the idea of karma. They prefer to live with the idea that life is chaotic and unpredictable and unfair. Well, for those, uh, it, maybe it, that's the way they see the world. Uh, but uh, if Well, it gets them off the hook. <clears throat> but they are, are subject to retribution like everybody else. But it's not their fault. <laughs> well, that has to do with a uh, level of consciousness, and uh, you know, at a very low level of consciousness, an undeveloped level of consciousness, there isn't as much karma involved, where there isn't uh, a sense of uh, rightness and wrongness, and I think that uh, as as one does develop consciousness and can be able to see the uh, effects of uh, of the things that he says and the things that his that he does, his acts, in other words, uh, then he can see the results. Then he is at a stage of consciousness where he can uh, identify with the effect. Yes, and I think that's why uh, the writings of Alice Bailey put a lot of emphasis when talking about karma on intention and motivation. If one is subtly guided by motives um, that are masked by uh, seeming goodwill, 
but that have the intention to do something that isn't expressive of goodwill, that's a much uh, more serious offense than one who blunders along unknowingly and innocently. It's the knowledge uh, that you intend to do something that you are concealing, and um, for reasons that are not entirely guided by goodwill, that's where you pay a heavy price, I think. Right, and uh, also it tends to be seen as punishment, and it isn't really punishment. It's nature's way of achieving a balance, Mm -hmm. and uh, this could... Uh, happen in one particular lifetime. It could happen instantly. It could be, you know, the, you could have this uh, retribution as swift as they say, you know, because uh, your your karma could catch up with you uh, uh, right away, or it could uh, last a lifetime and it could uh, accumulate, and you have to bring it back in the next lifetime. You have to face it again. That's why. Um I think it's hard for people to trace the cause of the misfortunes they suffer because often the causes come from very far in the past and we can't always say, well, it's because thus and thus, I did this and that. You can't always know. No, and we we bring these tendencies into the next life with us and the soul uh, purposefully brings them uh, along with it uh, into the next life in order to uh, try to achieve a, a state of balance again. Well, it's waiting for the right moment to redress a wrong. There's uh, timing involved in karma. Nothing is done to us that we haven't, on the level of the soul, decided to face. And I think this is, again, this idea of punishment. Punishment means something done to you by powers that you can't control. And you know you're going to get it. You're going to pay the price because some powerful institution or entity has decided you should be punished. The the only punishment in karma is self-engendered. The soul, our own soul, decides how to restore the equilibrium. We ourselves um, put off balance. Right. There's nobody to blame. No, and uh, it it could be uh, small things that accumulate. I, I just was reading something this morning <coughs> about uh, how um, little things can be uh, like little threads uh, of a of a string by themselves, or little or little threads of a rope by themselves. They are not very strong, but. Uh, you accumulate a whole bundle of little these little threads, and they become very, very strong, and a very strong piece of rope. And that's what happens with these little incidences. The uh, that we, uh, you know, a, a bad saying to some somebody or an action that we against uh, another person, and then we walk off and forget about it. Well, it's accumulating. It. It stays with you, and it's part of your experience, and they they build up over over lifetimes, and sooner or later they have to uh, come back because they these little threads accumulate and they become very strong, like a piece of rope, and uh, eventually they you will feel the pinch of it. And yet, Alice Bailey said, "There's far more good karma than bad." And I think that's another point we can easily forget. We think of karma as punitive, 
even if it's self-engendered, it's um, something that's going to hurt. But she said, Alice Bailey said, there's far more good karma than bad. We set in motion by our good deeds, our good thoughts, our good intentions, uh, actions which then play out in the return of more goodness. But we have to live through it. All of this keeps the soul reincarnating, returning to life, life after life, both the good and the bad. Uh, consequences of actions taken and that's I think very interesting to think about that the the good you do has to play out its own consequences and you have to live through it and learn from it doesn't sound too bad but it does keep the soul returning to earth for experience yes and uh, the good is uh, every little act of service for example uh, would uh, be a good act of karma, good mm-hmm. a- act mm-hmm. of good karma, or um, helping other people uh, to, to, you know, get their groceries or work in, a, in service of some kind for other people. These are all good acts that uh, also build up and they accumulate in your favor, and it helps the soul to advance uh, along the path. Alice Bailey said something about karma that I think is really thoughtful. She said, as to karma, what man has made, he can unmake. This is often forgotten. She said, karma isn't a hard and fast rule. It's changeable according to man's attitude and desire. It is the presenting of the opportunity to change. And maybe after the break we can explore that idea a bit more. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, karma, retribution or blessing, part one. And we have a special offer from Luce's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available for $19, free shipping handling if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So what you need to do if you'd like to um, acquire this book at this discounted price is send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And once again, the title of this Alice Belly book is Ponder on This. And it's, it's a wonderful book and a great way to start off reading the Alice Belly material because... Uh, all of the Alice Bailey books are abridged within this one, and, and yet you get uh, the essence of each book. And uh, after reading it, you kind of develop a priority of which books you want to start with and go into greater depth on, because those larger books certainly are, uh, uh, there's a lot more material on each of the Alice Bailey themes that you find within Ponder on this. Uh, we have, uh, we need your help, uh, and, and that help is that... Uh, well, we you know we appreciate uh, what you've done for us in the past. You've uh, sent donations, and those donations to Lucis Trust. Uh, well, that's that's what really keeps us on the air. And I guess now, because of the uh, difficult economic economic times that this country is going through, uh, uh, people aren't able to donate as much. Uh, so it looks like uh, it's it's possible that this show might be in jeopardy as far as uh, uh, when our contract is up, which is in a couple of months. But if you all get together and you can make some donations, 
Well, that might uh, save the day for us, and we'll be able to continue broadcasting this show. Uh, uh, Sarah and Dell, who are the talents of the show, they they um, give the most in, in one respect because they do the show for no pay whatsoever. So if we could all chip in and uh, make donations, uh, uh, we've estimated that if uh, uh, 2,000 people give $100 apiece, and there are many, many thousands listening to the show and enjoying the show and benefiting from it, and hopefully their own spiritual uh, uh, values have been enhanced by listening to this show. But if we if 2,000 of you got together and contributed $100, well, that would make it possible for us to go on for another year. At any rate, if you can do that, we'd really appreciate it. It's uh, send donations. It's tax deductible to Lucis Trust. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We have a website, www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. Now, getting back to what we were talking about, the title of this uh, uh, show is Karma, Retribution, or Blessing. I was thinking that uh, if, according to Alice Bailey, and we've discussed all of these spiritual values in the past, if if, uh, the highest ideal within each individual is to develop the divine principles of, of love, forgiveness, compassion, harmlessness and empathy and if we generate less out there to the universe then it's not retribution if we get something less in return it's more or less like a teaching learning experience if we're not uh, generating the, the highest of the divine values then well yes you yeah. can explain that further it's it's uh, the purpose of karma is not to mete out punishment but to teach mm-hmm. it's a great teaching device because it's a law that uh, can't be evaded and gradually, as the human being becomes more and more conscious, he begins to observe the patterns of his life and begins to see that when I do this and this, and when I think in this way and, and respond like this, this is what happens. And gradually, there's a pattern that starts to become visible. And uh, in a more infinitely more subtle way, that is how the soul teaches us to become more conscious of what we are creating because every thought, every word, every deed is a creative act. We create something. We set something in motion by what we think or say or do and the consequences of it are what we call karma. Right. I mean, this this thinking, I think we've mentioned before, but thinking every time we think a thought, we are building a thought form. Um, <clears throat> We are building a, a actually a form of thought in uh, either in mental substance or in desire substance, in, and uh, so these tend to hang on to us. In uh, they they uh, a part of our consciousness. They 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 stick with us, and and if we <coughs> uh, get angry and lash out at somebody, we're we're sending off a uh, kind of a, a blast of negative energy toward them, which, uh, by the way, could boomerang right back and bounce right back to you. And uh, so that would be kind of a, an instant retribution right there for, you know, the 
uh, a karmic effect. So uh, this is something to bear in mind, the, even the thoughts that we think uh, and the emotions that we have and the feelings that we have do uh, create in this uh, substance in which we live, in the, the mental body and the emotional bodies. There is something that I read some years ago written by the great um, Initiate Bovatsky, the founder of Theosophy, in which she said about karma that we cannot evade or escape one iota of it. Karma is an inevitable, immutable law, and it will play itself out. I don't know if I believe that, because I think there is a place for mercy in the way the universe is governed. And as Alice Bailey said, I was mentioning before the break, karma is the opportunity to change. What man has made, she said, he can unmake. It's not a hard and fast rule, she said. It's changeable according to man's attitude and desire. It is the presenting of the opportunity to change. So I think it's more positive, more productive, to not sit around worrying about what latent karma is waiting in the background, just uh, uh, looking for the right moment to play itself out, which is frightening and negative, but to think, well, I don't know what lies in my past. I have probably committed all kinds of errors and sins, and I am very human and have fallen again and again. But from this point forward, I can resolve to be kinder, more harmless, more loving, more forgiving from this point forward. And if I understand Alice Bailey's statement, she is saying that that puts into um, action a new kind of karma that can overcome whatever might lie in our past. Yes, I think we, we can um, we can kind of set the law aside or override it um, just by doing what you say, by building in those higher spiritual qualities of love and loving uh, understanding. And the more you uh, act in that way, the more you you retain those those same qualities within your whole uh, realm of consciousness and they assume they become what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how you remake yourself, in a way. Alice Bailey said, Love brings all earthly karma to an end. Love is the cause of all creation. And that reminds me of that wonderful statement from the Dhammapada, one of the great Buddhist texts, that hatred ceases not by hatred, hatred ceases only by love. Love is a tremendously creative force that can redirect, reorient the whole trend of of life. And I think we we see this every day. We see this, um, uh, well, in the recent um, uh, tsunamis and the recent hurricanes and typhoons and different places in the world. There is an immediate reaching out by human beings, by... uh, aid agencies that just want to help mm-hmm. and they do this very spontaneously and uh, the people that spend their whole lives doing this and making 
um, themselves available and, and aid and available and their talents available uh, just for these kind of emergencies. And they are very great service. They do a big service to the world when they are allowed to uh, do that work. Uh, we don't know the cause of these disasters. If you remember when the tsunami happened, there was a lot of speculation about what man had done to bring that terrible tidal wave on. And just the other day, a friend of mine was saying about the recent cyclone in Burma that uh, the Burmese people believe it was because the, the monks there were um, mistreated and, and murdered in the recent uprisings. That's why the cyclone has been visited on Burma. I don't know. But what is important is the response to the event which has in fact happened, a natural disaster. And the rush to love and uh, heal is infinitely more important, I think, than trying to figure out why these things happen. Because we don't know. Right. And those that uh, the uh, leadership of that country uh, has some karma to uh, work off themselves, I would say, because of the, their attitude and uh, holding back <coughs> their um, th their willingness to allow aid agencies to come in. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there is some karma building up there, too. Mm-hmm. On, on another line, there's um, a sense, I think, in a lot of people that life is unjust. And that people get away with murder, so to speak. Sometimes literally, sometimes um, uh, just in uh, the metaphorical sense. If you really think about karma and the law of the restoration of equilibrium, nobody gets away with murder, including oneself, that everything has a day of reckoning. You can either look at this and say, well, there's going to be heck to pay, or you can say life is in fact just. And there's that wonderful statement by someone from centuries ago that the mills of God grind slowly, but they grind exceeding fine. I've always loved that because mm -hmm. the restoration of equilibrium that we look for may take a very long time, but it will come. Yes, I mean, I think the, the, the um, <clears throat> restoration, it, it continues on in life after life until... Uh, a certain state of balance has been reached, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's hard to uh, take that. Perhaps if if somebody gets literally gets away with murder, but uh, sooner or later that um, that karma will have to catch up with them, and they will end up uh, another lifetime working it out with those same individuals uh, that were involved in the murder in the first place. I think that allows for yeah. a certain patience with the wrongs of the world. Forgiveness and patience and the knowledge that the law holds good, that not everything has to be settled right now as of this moment, that some things need time to work out, but they will. I don't know, maybe we can continue this next week. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company. And that's the Alice Belly book, Ponder on This, a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Belly. Ponder, Ponder on This is available for $19, free shipping and ha handling, if you mention Inner Sight, the title of our show. 
So send a check or money order, $19. Ask for a ponder on this. Send it to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. And now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.